You're listening to episode 221. Today, let's talk about how to manage those really tough relationships in your life. Let's take a listen. Hello, welcome back to Sing Boat Huddle. I'm so happy to have you here. Before we get started, as I've been mentioning, Layered Growth Academy applications are open. This is an October 1st start date. So I'm keeping applications open through this week and next week. So applications will close on September 23rd. I really like to get you set up into your classroom and situated and um, all of those things before the actual start date. So there are only three spots this round and there's only one left. So if you're interested, definitely be sure to apply. Applications are at aaronjoyceco.com slash layered growth academy. There you can find all of the information. It's a 16 module coaching program along with very close one-on-one mentorship with me, which is why I keep my numbers low, the amount of women I work with to be sure that you have Uh, the mentoring support that you need. I find that that makes such a huge difference in the growth that women experience through different programs. So you get um, a 30-minute Zoom call with me every other week for the six months. You also have unlimited Voxer support with me, as well as a one-hour energy healing call a month. So you get six one-hour energy healing calls. So all of these things together create such substantial growth in the women who go through this program. And the coaching program uh, consists of the 16 modules, which are based on the layered growth method, which focus on focuses on your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health and wellness, and having all of the tools to integrate. And that's part of the mentorship. I think a lot of us listen to podcasts and books, myself included, and have so many aha moments and understand how all these different components and content and things are affecting how we're approaching our life. But then the integration part is where we can really get stuck, right? Not all the time, not every time, but that's when I find it to be so supportive to have that one-on-one person who is your cheerleader and can support you and teach you mentor you, guide you, right? So it's just, I absolutely love this program. I have loved seeing the women who've gone through it and everyone makes some pretty amazing changes through their time together with me. So again, erinjoyceco.com slash layered growth academy. Um, feel free to email me with questions. I always say I'm, I support you hundred percent. I'm not going to, I know it can feel scary because you don't want to be pulled into something you decide you don't want to be a part of if that's the case. So know that that's not going to happen. You have full safety, uh, to explore this option for yourself, um, and, and permission to say, nope, not for me. And if it is for you, it's one of the best things you can do for yourself. So trust yourself to, uh, to listen to that full body intuitive answer as a yes or no. Okay. Let's talk about tough relationships. I feel like I know I've probably done a podcast episode on this before. Um, it's something that comes up in conversations regularly with clients, with myself, with friends, because it's just a part of life, right? You know, you have that coworker, um, maybe a family member of some kind or a friend. And especially in situations where it's someone, I feel like, you know, there are some relationships in our life that is easier to be like, you know what, this is not serving me. I'm out of here. Like we're done. Whether it's someone you're dating or even a friendship that doesn't have as much history, it's a little easier to be like, we've, we've run our course together time to, to be done. However, when, you know, someone, someone you work with or 
a family member like we it's or or a friend with long history or even your spouse it's not really an option to be like I'm done I'm out of here of course it's an option but it's not your number one it's your number one because you're human and have a heart and history with another relationship it's a little bit like how can I how can I figure this out how can I be inside of this dynamic and feel not so bad So I want to just go over a couple tips, I guess you could say, or just things to think about of how you can show up a little differently inside of these different relationships. So first of all, I think it's really important to acknowledge that, um, to acknowledge the truth of what you're feeling, meaning it's okay. I guess that's what I'm saying. It's okay to feel what you're feeling. It's okay to feel hurt. It's okay to to feel unseen and unheard and invalidated by the actions of another person. And I think it's really important to acknowledge that because when we don't, we're not able to fully work through it. Now, staying stuck in that is where we can stay stuck you know what I'm saying. So that's part of what we'll talk about here. So I have four things that I wanted to bring to the table for you. And I'm trying to think if I want to go in a certain order. Um, Okay. So one of the things that I want you to consider, think of this person in your life who, you know, you saw the title of this podcast and you're like, I need to listen to this. So you probably have someone you're thinking about. So I want you to think of who they are as a person. I want you to, and all of this, I want you to observe with curiosity, curiosity, not judgment or shame or anything like that. I want you to just observe who are they as a person and how can they show up? Meaning how have they shown up? Because that's what they can do. And then observe what have I expected of them? And are your expectations too high? So for instance, let's think of something hypothetical here. I don't have a sister, so that's a nice hypothetical. Let's say I always wanted to have a close relationship with my sister. And, um, you know, through growing up, like we, we were okay, but we just kind of never really had that tight of a relationship. Or maybe as we got older, we kind of have grown into different people, but we're sisters. So we have a relationship, but otherwise, like we don't have a ton in common. So let's, I'm trying to totally thinking off the cuff here. Let's say I, um, I move forward in life and, and she kind of shows some jealousy towards it. Like I'm dating and got married before her and then had kids before her. Um, and you can feel the tension, right? And I have this, so every time we hang out, she's a little cold and she's not supportive, meaning, you know, like she's not excited for me that I just bought a house or I just got married and she like didn't even come to the hospital and I had the baby or, you know, those kinds of things. Is it, but she's always been like that. That's how she's always shown up. But am I expecting her to show up as a different sister? Like, do I have in my mind that she's going to come to me and be like, Erin, I'm so happy for you and I'm going to be the best auntie ever and here's a shirt that says I have the best aunt and she's going to come over and hang out with my baby all the time and like sit with me and have tea and we're just going to be best friends right like this is what I want so deeply so badly with my sister and then every time she shows up she falls very very short of that expectation and then because of that I I'm even more angry I'm angrier at her lack of 
not showing up that way, right? So I want you to find that dissonance between your expectation that you're putting on someone and how they actually show up. And again, there's no shame in that, but it's very eye-opening when you're like, oh, I... I have been wanting my coworker to be supportive and a self-starter and to take initiative and not throw me under the bus all the time. And, but I want it to look like this, you know, that they're like, actually Aaron did the work and, um, you know, she's been a great mentor for me. And well, if they've never done that, they're not going to be like that. So every time I think they're, I want them to be that way and they're not, it feels worse, right? So it's not necessarily saying like, hey, it's okay that my sister doesn't show any excitement or congratulation for me for where I am in my life, but it's also recognizing how can she show up. And it's seeing that like, okay, she doesn't call me every day or show up here, but she did She did send a gift. She did visit um, after the hospital. And maybe it's realizing she was scared. She, that childbirth scares her and she was afraid I was going to die. Like I didn't know there could be all these other things happening that we don't even know are there because we're so fixated on they didn't show up the way I wanted them to. And when we can kind of not lower the bar or lower the standard for this person, that's, that's what I'm trying to say. That's not, that is not what we want. It's accepting a person in our life for who they are and they can bring things to the table and to the relationship it doesn't mean, and also I'm thinking of the coworker, you don't have to, you don't have to be friends with them. You just have to be able to be near them and work with them and not let them affect you so much. Right. So that's part of it. So when you can accept a person for who they are, they don't get under your skin as much. You're able to just see them for who they are. You know, then the coworker doesn't fill the copy machine again with paper. And instead of being like, I just want it, you're like, yeah, well, that's what they do. You know, they, I feel bad for them that, and like other people in their life that they don't see how that affects other people, but whatever, I'm going to fill the copy machine, right? It just doesn't affect you as deeply and you can be less emotional about it. Okay. Moving on because I want to be sure I get all of these in, in a short time span and where are my notes here? Okay. So we're managing the expectations. And then I also want you to consider your boundaries. So it's also okay to have boundaries inside of different relationships. It's okay. And this is where you don't have to be best friends with people or say you do know that your sister triggers you. We'll just stick with this sister scenario that every time you're near her, she, she says mean things and, um, I don't know. Again, I don't have a sister. This is kind of hard. (laughs) that she says mean things or um, is passive aggressive with you or whatever it is. So maybe it's just deciding, you know, like, yeah, we're going to spend time together for, um, you know, I'll invite her to birthday parties or, you know, family events and we'll do Christmas together. But I'm, I don't want her casually hanging out at my house. Like even if she asks it, because it just throws me into a tizzy, I can't seem to get my poop in a group and I'm just emotional the rest of the day. And I don't want to feel that way. So it's setting a boundary of like, hey, it, 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 no, I, I don't I don't want you over today because it's, it's really going to make my day feel harder. We have our schedule. Let's get together another time, right? And being able to set those boundaries and communicate them or with, with a coworker, being able to say, and there's an emotional piece to this, which I'm going to get to next, being able to say, yo, dude, when you don't fill the copy machine with paper, it's rude. Maybe that's not, maybe that's not what you say. 
<laughs> this is the moment where you hear, oh, Aaron's really human too. I'm just saying, I'd really appreciate it if you filled the copy machine with paper. If you're the last one to use it, everyone else does it. Let's be a team player, man. You know, uh, and just having a boundary that you set up of just saying, I'm not okay with this. This is what I am okay with. And this is my line. And then you have to let that go though. People are only going to show up. You have to control you and how you're going to show up. So you also need boundaries around when he doesn't fill or she doesn't fill the copy machine with paper again. I'm not going to let it get to me. I'm not letting her steal my joy because she didn't put paper in the machine. Okay. There's, those are boundaries too. So you have physical, mental, emotional boundaries, boundaries with your physical body, with your physical environment. You have emotional boundaries that are often with yourself as well of just saying, no, I'm not letting myself go there. So number three is really pay attention to your thought, emotion, connection. And this is huge. And this is where you can really shift out of being triggered by people. Your emotions and thoughts are directly connected. So if you have a thought of it pisses me off when they don't fill the copy machine, then the emotion is is probably anger or whatever else, fill in the blank. And then the anger continues to feed the thoughts of then you do the spiral of going down. Like they never fill the copy machine. They never have and blah, 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 blah. And then that continues to make you angrier, right? So there's this direct connection between emotion and thinking that's going to continue to feed that story and and whatever emotions that you're feeling and the thoughts that you're thinking, just go and go and go. It's this feedback loop and this vicious cycle. So when be just be aware of your thoughts and your emotions. So if you have an emotion, if you have a feeling, be like, okay, what was the thought that just came before that? And I want you to begin to shift the thoughts. And maybe the thought is, I don't care that they didn't fill the copy machine. It's a blip in my day and I'm not letting it steal my day. That's the thought. I guarantee you your emotion is going to begin to shift and then it's not going to continue to feed each other and it's just going to be a moot point, okay? Or a moot point because it's a cow's opinion, friends, fans, <laughs> okay? So I want you to focus on that, really find the connections between the thought and emotion, which then brings me to the fourth thing, which is practice presence. We get stuck in the past and we project into the future, right? So we are so focused on what they did to us before we try and predict what's going to happen. And that's where we ruminate on the, the future of how is this visit going to go? How is this party going to go? How is this day at work going to go? How's the week going to go with this person based on what happened in the past? But the thing we're missing is just simply being present and being present is hard. This is not thinking. This is not having your emotions and, and thoughts feeding each other back and forth. This is literally just being in the moment. I'll tell you what, a copy machine not having any paper in it, your sister not coming to the hospital when you have a baby, those things happened, but that's it. That's it. Your response to those things, the, the thoughts you think and the emotions you feel be, inside of that context is what creates your suffering. That's it. So when we are fully present, it's, it's complete release and freedom of it's witnessing it. And again, it's not giving people permission to to do mean things to you. It's taking that it's, it's, it's empowering. It's not powerless. It's not giving the power away. It's taking your power back of like, okay, I see you. I see what you did and moving on. Like, I'm not going to give thought to it. I'm not going to allow the emotions to spiral with it, but I'm going to hold my boundaries, know what boundaries feel good for you. And that can shift over time. You're still human. You're going to have emotions, but just choosing how to respond to things is going to give you a lot more control and, and empowerment in those situations. 
So uh, if you want to talk about more about this, be sure to shoot me an email. <laughs> Let me try that again. If you want to talk about this, shoot me an email, Aaron at AaronJoyceCo.com. I'm very happy. Like, if please feel free. You can email me and be like, hey, I have this relationship and X, Y, and Z, whatever you want to share. How would you deal with that? Or, you know, how would you apply what you shared on this podcast to a situation like that? And I'd be happy to chat with you because it is really hard. And this is the integration that's really hard is that, okay, I hear you. It's really good information, but then the integration is like, woof, that, that feels hard now that I'm in the situation. So just real quick, again, focus on managing your expectations, your boundaries, notice your thought and emotion connection, and then find presence. Okay. I hope this helps you in any tough relationships you have in your life because we all have them. Um, And that'll also create more compassion for other people instead of just being angry all the time because that can happen, right? (laughs) Okay, everyone have an amazing week. Go out there, treat others the way you want to be treated. And I will talk to you next time.